Oh, yeah. Yes. So we're here uh, with a little Boy. after hours podcast. Little after hour block party. Yeah. And uh, we had a couple drinks out on the uh, street and listened to our curbside, curbside with our old friend Larissa. Who's going to be coming in uh, on the podcast? You might have heard her on episode forty in the background with Mr. Alex. She, was she did a fantastic job. Yeah, she was performing for us, so we thought that uh, it'd be kind of cool to have her on the podcast. So very shortly, we will have Miss Larissa from Portland, Oregon, on the episode number forty-one, August twenty-ninth. Ninth. <laughs> Thank you. It's almost thirtieth. It's, it's getting very close. I got to go to bed here soon. It's almost the end of the month. But we were uh, uh, born on the back. Yeah, yeah. So here we go. Let's get into. We had a little this groove. She, this girl, sang a lot of good tunes, dude. She She's, sang a lot of good tunes. She dedicated. She dedicated a song for one you. song to you. Well, yeah. And then it was your it was your birthday, and she wanted to cut off my dick. Let's not. That's spoiler alert on that. Well, it's a great <laughs> song. I mean, up to that point, I was like all in, and then I was like, "Oh, oh God. that hurt." Yeah, that that hurt. hurt. That would. Could you imagine what would be worse, losing your right hand or losing your member? I mean, if you had to jerk uh, off with your left uh, hand the rest dick. of your life, losing my dick, that would be the worst. That would be the worst. Um, I, I I wouldn't say that. Um, right hand or my dick definitely wouldn't want to lose my dick I'd, I'd lose my right hand no problem i'd lose my two legs i'd lose i'd, say, I'd lose hey, all my limbs i'd say hey <laughs> how about i can my keep my right hand because, well i gotta keep my right hand because that's the one i jerk off with mm-hmm. gotta keep the member yeah cut my legs off yeah if a shark has got to bite me bite me underneath just just right 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 below the asshole mm. Could you imagine dying? I mean, I thought about this lately. Like all the like, er, like people are dying. People die every day. But the thing is, what's the worst way you could die? Could you die like by a shark attack, or 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 mm. or like a bomb? What would you choose if you knew you were gonna die? Choose for the worst death. Well, no, no, for like. The least amount of pain. Put it that heart way. attack. Heart attack or brain aneurysm. Heart attack. Yeah. Brain aneurysm. How do you know that's not painful? I just know that it just happens instantly. That or no, shot, no. In the, shot in the fucking head. <laughs> I mean, let's, could you, could, let's be honest well, no, about it. No, let's be honest about things that happen instantly. Let's, let's, let's pretend. Or let's just think about, the, let's not pretend, but let's think that things, when you die, everybody says everything goes slow-mo. Like, mm-hmm. you relive everything in your life. Sure. Like, everything flashes, everything great, everything that you cherished mm-hmm. flashes in front of you right before you die. Right before you die. And you're seeing all this. And you're like, I'm about to die. Ah. Uh. Would you want to get bit by a shark, struck by lightning, hit by a car, 
I mean, like people, lightning. people, lightning pe- sounds the best so far. You, you know, you know, the funny thing is people give me shit all the time because I like to smoke cigarettes and they're like, you know, that's going to kill you. And I'm like, I'm like non-smokers die every day. Right. No, I mean, wonder if it kills me. Wonder if it kills me. Was I actually scared of it? No. I think, I think when you face death. Do you give a shit how old you live? I mean, I think about this all the time. I think about. I think about it every day, and the thing that scares me is that there's certain days I'm like, people before me that deserved a lot better, like kids and stuff, you know, died of cancer or to, whatever. What's that have to do with dying quickly? No, but w- no. My thing is, is that I want to enjoy what I enjoy, uh-huh. and I don't want people giving me shit about it i mean it's it's very inert it's very irritating for a smoker because i know i should quit i know i want to quit eventually but i enjoy it mm-hmm. and people see me smoking as they're walking into somewhere and they're like you know that'll kill you someday and i'm like uh, i know i know shut the fuck up well you know we'll have to ask our guests when they get on here um you know that exact question if you were to go out how would you want to go out What's the best way to go out? I mean, I bet you, I bet you, I bet you. You never answered it. I did. I said a heart attack or fucking bullet to the head or something like that. In your sleep? A die in my sleep would be the best. Honestly, I mean. How about sex with a supermodel? And you, right as you come, you die. I don't know. Hey, I think think our friends are are back. So let's, um, oh, let's, uh, let's get them on. Cameo. Let's get them on. Where we left off was where you, what would be the best way to die? Well, we got a new guest, and I would like to know. We need his to ask. We need to ask. So let's way. introduce Mr. <laughs> Fonz. Fonz, we, we met here at the uh, block party, and, uh, you know, like uh, we discovered that uh, him and I both share uh, production experience, and uh, we kind of know some of the same people. So why don't you just tell us a little bit about yourself and why you're here and what you do? All right. Well, uh, hey everybody. My name is Fozzie, like Fozzie. the bear. Uh, not quite like the Fonz, who's uh, actually. I said it wrong. I'm sorry. Ah, it's all good, man. We just met. We just met. <laughs> <laughs> we, we, just, we just met. It's all good, man. Shit happens. That's why we have toilet paper, you know. Yeah, right. We, that's one thing we've learned to, to live without. You know, you could just take a shower. You don't. You, need, know. you don't really need toilet paper, do you? That was a weird epidemic. Well, let's get off a of toilet paper. Yeah. All right, all right. Fozzie. Hey. All right. Fozzie. All right. All right. Let's make it about Fozzie. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, so uh, I, I uh, was born and raised in Dallas, Texas, uh, which is actually where I got my start in my career as an uh, audio engineer. Nice. Uh, it was privileged to uh, work with uh, Erica Badu's house band, RC and the Grits. Nice. Which uh, afforded me the opportunity to work with a lot of people, such as, again, RC Williams, uh, Raheem Devon, Stokely... Bernard Wright, Sean Martin, a lot of the cats from Snarky Puppies, so like a lot of that good like talent. Uh, the hip current shit. That's not what I get to work with. <laughs> it's, it's true. Hey man, honestly, it's it's 2020, and like some of that stuff is uh, is not necessarily considered uh, hip, but it is. It's very good music, and it's definitely a, a musical you, movement. That did you say, Erica Padu? I did. That was like the best thing that ever happened back in that time frame. 
hey man, like, there's a and lot of you really good energy. How old are you? I am a fresh 30 in a few months. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. So you were well, young. Not that you, were, you were a young buck when you were. Yeah, no, I was. This is a young buck. I'm still a youngish buck. I'm yeah, yeah, that's awesome though. That is totally cool. What's your What's your favorite times about those? Uh, <laughs> too many. The favorite times would honestly be some kind of fucked up times. <laughs> uh, I say fucked up because, like the from a production standpoint, it was super fun, but it was stressful. Yeah. Uh, for instance, uh, Sean Martin he does these uh, DC style go-go parties. Yeah. So, for any of you who are familiar with the uh, go-go music, like uh, Chuck Brown, mm -hmm. and the Butt, yeah, the whole like shebangs. Uh, we just had some guests show up. You did hey, everybody. All that. Hey, everybody. Delicious vittles. I don't have my mic either. <laughs> don't worry about it. Kind um, of perks of the. Uh, Perks of, perks of the job, you know. Exactly. Although most production folk are used to show bacon, but show chicken. <laughs> <laughs> right on. So, um... Oh. Yeah. Hold on. Yeah, 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 no, yeah Miss Larissa Birdseye. Yeah. Over here. Yeah, she's we... Ready to put on one hell yeah, we're, yeah, she's got a... I think she's got a song dedicated to Danny. She, she's asking about I people's birthdays. I, I There was a... Part of the song where there's a dick chop so off, and uh, I would like not to be dedicated anymore to a dick chop yeah, off song. That was that was that was a very impressive um, uh, song, and uh, actually it was. It, you you it, know what? It, right it, it left an impression on the youth, right? For before, sure. Right before she said she sang that song, she kind of said something about like a hey, uh, people that. Guys that haven't grown up yet, this is to you yeah. type of thing. So, so, is is some is that something you said? Well, hold on a second. She doesn't have a microphone. Oh, so microphone. Here. Oh, hey, let's let's it. introduce uh, oh, Larissa, yes. the lovely. All right, so let me go ahead. Oh, and... she's eating. Yes, she's not here yet. <laughs> Wait a minute. We'll, 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 we uh, got Like I said, let's just coming up soon. Coming up <laughs> ahead of the show. <laughs> Next. I mean, I'm ready. I can. I can talk. I can talk and eat this corn. <laughs> yeah. Well, here we are. It's absolutely lovely. I'm a multitasker. <laughs> I want the listener to know that I have a fat ear of corn in my left hand and a microphone in the other. A girl always in control. Mm-hmm. Hey, you know. Mm -hmm. Lady only runs the show. Only a food and audio equipment. <laughs> <laughs> not, not of audio equipment. <laughs> not today. <laughs> it's all good. It came it's in for the assist. That's, a, that's okay. Such that's a fantastic it was assist. A, it was a Scottie Pippen, uh, Michael Jordan move. Well, Scott, oh. Did Scottie Pippen do the alley oops? Yeah, uh, he's tall enough. Am I fucking up here? <laughs> I feel like I, the, the Bulls were the only team that I paid any attention to, and then it was it was literally like 1996, and that was the year that I dedicated. The to Bulls, sports. the only team you need to pay attention to. That, I mean, like, I yeah. feel like I had like a champion windbreaker that had the Bulls on it. Yeah. Like, and I feel like everybody, everybody did. did though. <laughs> There's not one kid that didn't own Air Jordans. Air Jordans. I had Air Jordans. You had. I never yeah, had Air yeah, yep, 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 yep. No Air Jordans. Here. Was, I no. played basketball yeah. and I never had Air Jordans. Was, I got, wait, was I Air Jordans around that early? Those, those were expensive. Jordans, so. I'll buy those you were expensive. <laughs> who the hell was spending? <laughs> They're still expensive. Who was, who was, who was spending two hundred dollars on a pair of Jordans? My parents Not had. Me. My parents had four kids. They're like, you will, you, whatever you can fit Spalding's. into, you can have. You can have your brother's basketball shoes. 
Spaldings. And you know what I associate Spaldings with today? Spaldings. Badass. Spaldings. Checks that don't bounce like Spaldings. Ooh. I always remember Spalding from uh, um, uh, Caddyshack. Ooh. Talk I, about I a want classic. a cheeseburger. I want this. I want that. You'll get nothing and like it. Hey, but you know what, though? His name was Spalding. <laughs> if we're talking about like classics from back in the day, oh yeah, I'm gonna bring it up a few years, but like back to like 1995. No, actually, no, what 96? Which one? PCU. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Talk about a classic. We're talking like early, early Jeremy Piven, David Spade, John Favreau. Oh. It was, and it, it had was... George Clinton and Parliament Funkadelic in it. Jer- All Jeremy best. Piven before he had his hair done. Jeremy Piven still bald today. Actually, Jeremy Piven before he lost his hair and then had to have his hair done. That's right. For those of you who didn't hear it, that's right. Jeremy Piven used to have have hair hair before Rogaine. (laughs) (laughs) And he still doesn't have any. (laughs) He had some in the uh, that that Cat Williams special a few years back, but I don't think Rogaine worked for him. I think they should say like it's an eighty percent trial risk. You know. I don't think Rogaine works for anyone. I think, you know how women's beauty products lie to us all the time? They're like, he won't be old, bitch, if you spend all of your money on this. But I feel like Rogan, Rogan is like the same thing. Because most, most, like, most products for men, it's, it's really funny. Like, it's like Arctic sport. And then it's like, you can, you can literally like wash your, wash your balls, your hair, your fucking, Would like, you? everything with the same product. So like, you don't have to pay for anything. And it's like, by the way, you're losing your hair. Would you Let ra- me sell you this fucking lie. <laughs> Would you rather have your dick or your hair? I don't have my dick for sure. We were talking about this. Well, I, no, I'm not talking about. You. But listen, okay. I can't imagine I'd want. Would one. you rather have your tits or your hair? My tits or my hair? Oh, my hair. 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 Ooh. Thank you. Hundred percent. Not Thank us. You. Take them. You can have. You can have both. You can t- take my tits, man. Take my fucking tits. I, I'll run better. Oh my god! Can you fucking imagine? No, I can't. I want to be. <laughs> I, just, I don't want to have tits. That's it. I want to be where no all, where all, no all. where no titties are. I'm I want to be able to dance at all. So are they getting in the way? Yeah, are they, they getting in the way? I don't know if if you've met a human female with a breast with a tit size above an A, but yeah, they're they're terrible. Are they terrible? They're terrible. I, I fit yeah, girls all the time as a golfer, and I think I it's... don't know what that means, and it's upsetting. Uh, well, <laughs> he says a lot of things that don't make any sense, so just go with it, all right? No, I'm, I'm here for this explanation. I'm like a coach once in a while. I actually, I get, I get women that try to play golf, and they have great, you know. Is this why you went into this? Because it wait, sounds wait, like it. Try to play golf and have the Excuse goops. Me, I'd like to hear quick. how the rest of this I'm goes. A professional. Uh, sometimes was, you get. So sometimes you need a professional to give you lessons. I, I just sometimes can't do. sometimes I can't do it sometimes all. you need to explain yourself a little better. You need to set that up a bit better. So what Danny does, so he works. He fondles golfers. <laughs> Daniel does two things. He, he sells very... golf clubs and he's a professional caddy. So like nice. go- golf is his thing, right? Maybe so, sound like a pimp right okay. now. Exactly. This is hence, hence, maybe maybe like yeah. A you don't know much about us, but golf is golf is a kind of a thing. But you know, nice. 
I, really what we did with this podcast was just kind of like be our shitty version of Howard Stern and um, we appreciate you guys both coming on honestly because we just tried to bring our friends on and we got people calling from all over the country we actually had some calling from Wisconsin <clears throat> before well actually while you were playing we could hear you in the background he goes he goes who the hell is that singing back there <laughs> he didn't know he didn't, he didn't know where we were at so he's like what is going on back there i'm like there's a whole block party going on here you don't even know about it <laughs> you're missing out buddy but um yeah, yeah no so um why don't you t- so you're from portland the right i am yeah i live in portland okay and you and you just sit you just serenaded us for a while did it was so fun yeah no you so sounded fun. great for like how long did you play like a solid like two three hours right probably probably two hours straight it was it was great straight you had some amazing originals and very clever lyrics and um you also crushed uh, a lot of familiar covers i thought it was great thank you thank you yeah it's um it's funny i went from um uh, playing music like three or four times a week um professionally to <laughs> to watching a lot of netflix in my room and uh, reading a lot of articles on their phone about what was going on in the world. It's really nice to have an opportunity to uh, perform my job again. Yeah, I mean, I was, you know, I was telling uh, Foss here, like, um, I mean, I think all, all of us are in productions in some form or another, and I haven't, my last gig was in February at a casino. I had Colby Calais' new band, Gone West, and that was, like, the last time I did any work. And then, mm, since nice. then, since then, Nothing, and it's August, and that was February, so six months, no work. Yeah, no, it's... That's how this podcast started, actually. So that's a positive thing from COVID, I guess. <laughs> I, mean, <laughs> I mean, I don't know, I mean, if you listen to some you know, of our I, episodes, I, feel, I don't know if it's positive or not. But <laughs> I, I really feel for for everyone that's, that is involved on the production end, because when you, when you break it down so much... I didn't really realize this because I have been able to kind of consistently get work during this time, even if it's not for, like, I haven't been gigging, but I've been live streaming, you know, I've been, I've been writing songs, like, I've been, I've been commissioned to do kind of other things, but, like, the thing about a live show is it it has, like, it it involves all these, like, very integral parts, like, we can't exist without each other in this industry, but, like, when you take away, like, the live performance aspect, it's a lot of people without, like, a, like, a part, and a lot of, a lot of my bandmates, like, a lot of people that I know that are, are primarily just instrumentalists, they're, like, well, I can't go on and fucking play drums by myself for four hours. Exactly. Like, what the fuck am I going <laughs> to exactly. do? You know, like, so it's, it's a lot of, like, a lot of, a lot of people are whatever, like, I mean. It's like playing basketball by yourself. You're just shooting free throws all day, you know what yeah, I'm saying? It's like, gotta, it's like, yeah. you got, you got to have some pass the ball, throw an alley-oop to you. I mean, shit, like, I mean, yeah. I think that um, live music is going to come back in a big way because people have been so pent up. Um, I mean, you can already see it. Like this block party is a perfect example of it. I mean, everybody, everybody that was here, really appreciate. It. We've got a couple of people in the back here, just you know, uh, hanging out say with us. Say what's up, Scott. Say what's up, Anna. Say what's, what's up. up. What up? What up? What up? What up? <laughs> I mean, I mean, I mean, the, 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 we're just a fraction of what what happened today. But you know, that's a beautiful thing that COVID actually has given us is is a chance to, for all of us to connect in a different way, and I think in a, in in a healthy way and some aspects you know i mean you kind of do things that you just uh, life's changed and i think we're making the best of it honestly it's really funny it took me it took me until maybe a couple months ago to really put this in the right framework for myself you know last year i had one of the best years of 
my career. I was constantly working. I was touring a lot. I was I was flying places. Like I was I was really getting to like stretch my legs in in terms of like okay this is what this is what being a professional musician is like this is what it is and in a lot of ways like I, I loved it but I was like I was so stressed out all the time I was like fuck I don't know if I'm gonna be able to do this like I, I was just it was a lot and there were a lot of gigs that I played that I was like I don't like this you know like I'm playing too long it's not enough money like it's not like what I want to necessarily be doing and I, I played a lot of these gigs where I was like man like this kind of sucks and when we when we go on tour we we played some of the, we'd, we'd have a really good show and I think you know where where I'm at basically like my my level of independent musician is I, I book all my shows I book my own tours I, I do I basically I like I am very independent and what this means is like some of the shows are great and some of the shows are you're just like you stare at yourself in a mirror. It's like four people night, at a bar, and, you're, and they're all like, and they're all like, "Fuck yeah, sweetie!" And you're like, uh, you know, like in a normal situation, I beat your ass, but like, fuck, you're the only one tipping <laughs> me. So right. I'll do literally whatever you want. I'm it's getting like, paid. It's, no, it's like you're like the day shift stripper, and you're like, "What am I doing?" <laughs> like, and you know, all you're like, that one asshole that yells. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean, the, the point the point is like, even though even though I was working so much and I was like, I I fucking I was doing so much and I I like I felt so disconnected from my my shit. You know, I I felt like very ungrateful in a lot of ways. I wasn't framing it in in the right way. And now that it took, even at the beginning of this year, I was like, do I even want to do this? Like, do I want to do music? Don't want to do this. And I couldn't really find a good answer. Like a part of me wanted to like do it, you know, do it even bigger. But a part of me was just like, fuck, maybe I'll, you know, maybe I'll do something else. Like fuck me. And having it taken away in this way, I, I've realized like I've reconnected to music in a different way. Like I've been writing so much, I've learned different instruments. Like, and I'm like, man, it really took the year from hell to realize like I'm, you know, we're so blessed to to at least have something that we love. You know, like being involved in production. You know, being having a band like. Not you know not not any of us are, are like famous as fuck you know but that's not the point of it. So, so can I ask you a quick question? Mm-hmm. Is it the joy you bring to people that brings you? I mean, like yes. seriously, like <laughs> seriously. No, 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 no. I know you want to get paid for it. You want to get you know. But I mean, like this little get together was yeah. a really cool deal. At the end of the day, really cool deal. At the end of the day, like I, the what brings me the most satisfaction and and what makes me the happiest is just. What do you want? Like being there, being able to create an experience for someone that they connect to. I didn't realize this. Like every every time I've gone through a hard point in my life, I write songs. Mm-hmm. I just I just write songs. That's how I process sure. it. That's how I've always processed it. And the last time That's I went through... how you deal with life. Yeah, it's, a, it's yeah. just like a filtration system. I'm like a Brita fucking filter. Mm-hmm. I'm like, you know, and Maybe somebody relates to you. Well, maybe they don't. I mean, yeah. like like a lot of times, like when you were singing a lot out there, there's a lot of those songs where I was like... I mean, what I'm missing right now is the Dave Matthews band because I yeah. normally used to... Be, yeah, I'm seriously like going, getting stoned. And I was guys. like, oh my God, there's, oh. there's somebody pretty cool that's like showing up in my neighborhood uh-huh. 
I can go get stoned real quick. And I'll run back down. <laughs> yeah. You know, run back so down. Dave Matthews, no, huh? no, I no, I, I what I like about Dave Matthews and you is that you bring Same. the community together. I'm into that comparison. I I'm love saying. that. I, think Dave I, I, great. I, I love the whole community thing. Yeah. I, lo- I love, you know, and, and like I saw, I saw you walking around the other day, you, saw you walking around the other day with all this, and I was tired. And she was like putting this, like there's a block party, and I was like, I don't want a fucking block party. God damn it! And then, and then I, and then, and then, and then my buddy's like, I'm coming down, and we're doing a podcast, and I'm like, your shit's broken because the shit was broken forever. Yeah, my shit was broken. And uh, I was like, well, maybe we'll have a good podcast. Oh, and I think, I think about this type. I th- no. The screen bleeds. <laughs> Red. Seventy-five percent of the screen is like but I, fucked. I guarantee you. I guarantee you that. I don't know. I don't know. I I I, I really feel good about this environment. This this like communication around us. Like I don't really know you. I don't know you. You guys came in. You you know friends of ours. We know a lot of good people. And and it's just like really cool to see something just nice and positive a little bit. You know what I mean? I mean it's just. I appreciate that because that is not how my music has been described to a lot of people. <laughs> well, you did talk about chopping, chopping up a dick. Yeah, that's not exactly <laughs> uniting. Hey, did you know, did you did you have a a, a, a a song about your ex boyfriend about chopping up his? I mean, we, well, we can take the we can take the meanings of those songs and like relocate relocate them to like other parts of like and, and more hoping for leprosy. It's more if it's more of a passive approach. Uh, I, I'm not taking yeah. an action. It's a very northwestern it's approach. A, <laughs> yeah, northwestern approach. <laughs> We'll edit this part of the I video. We'll off. edit this. Oh, we'll, really? we'll edit all this. Oh, Nobody's going to be accused of anything. You better keep this shit in. This is some, this is some Lorena, uh, Lorena Burbank. Hey, Burbank. Burbank. Burpin. Don't, don't Burpin. remind me of that. Hillary, if you get to this, we are not talking about hey, you or Bill. <laughs> you did, you did, hey, you did fantastic. Thank you. You did, hey, no, that was very cool seeing you on the block and stuff. And I thought it was going to be you. You? I Wait. thought it was going to be you. Oh. I didn't think you had any musical talent. I don't. Oh, good. <laughs> it was a good thing you called in a reserve. Like, look, if you catch me on OnlyFans, just subscribe, right? So, Larissa, do you, have you, um, you were selling some CDs mm-hmm. out, out of your trunk. Like Pedaling CDs. The way that you, you got a the, CD. That's the, way, that's the way you do it, right? Wait, multiple, wait, actually. Wait, you got a CD. got wait. multiple CDs. How many well, CDs you got I, in that? I, phys- I only physically have, uh, well, a bunch of CDs, but it's just of one EP. But I do have um, two projects out on Spotify. Uh, the first one is a, is an LP, so it's like 12 songs, and I put that on in 2018, uh, followed it up with, uh, motherfucker, no, it's 2017, um, and then Press Play was a, an EP that I released last year, so 2019, 
and I've got a six-track EP that is ready to be released. It's in its final. I got the final mixes back today, so I'm mastering it and kind of figuring out what to do with it in quarantine. Because traditionally, the model for having a new thing is you went and toured on it, and you sold a bunch of merch for it. And right now, you know, we're all potential harbingers of disease, so we don't want to. You know, I think I might have. I think I might have an. Uh, I might have a. I might have a, a way to, to do that tour for you. Really? In a digital format. Dude, I'm super I think I might dumb. have a way to do that. I'm super, you, you know, super friend. Faz, if you got, if you, if you got a, a deal, I know 200 people on the Gigs For You roster that would love to be on that because they're not working. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. whatever, anything anybody can do for musicians right now is a or production in general. I mean, shit, no one's making any money. Are you making money? You making money? You know what I'd be doing right now? I'd still be on tour. Right now, today, on my summer tour, in Seattle, like the Seattle area, like all the festivals and all that stuff. Oh, me, me too, man. I, right. I, I, <laughs> I mean, what, I mean, what would you be you doing would... right now? Like today, today, today. Probably, I mean, probably getting laid at a festival. Oh no, I mean, no, no, no! You'd be wrong. tearing down some shit. <laughs> we don't got time to be getting laid. Like, I miss Dave Matthews Band. <laughs> That's really funny because I kind of had you pegged as a fish guy. Oh, dude, I fucking... Dave Matthews is a close second. It's no, a close. No, se- it's a close second. It's no, it's a little wait. fucking weird. I, he, he's, he's like he's like yo. He's like I've been going to Dave Matthews for the past like couple years. Like you know like da da da. And you go out there and you're like, it's a bunch of it's a cult. It's a cult, man. Like it's actually, weird. <laughs> no, you're right, but you know what though? Right about now, I would actually be. Uh, Getting home from working at either Nectar Lounge or the High Dive. Yeah. But preparing, the Nectar Lounge. Yeah. Yeah. But actually, I would be preparing for one of my favorite local yokel events, which is actually down in Shelton called Squidstock. Really? Yeah. Squidstock. I love Squidstock. Oh. Ooh, we have a Squidstock fan. Oh. You look, there's, no wonder there's you two. Look <laughs> <laughs> so. No. Well, it's totally. It's totally funny how we like totally like have our own little things like with me and my family I have all sorts of different things I I mean but I mean throughout life we just kind of forget about them but it's like oh if we get the chance like for me right now like Dave Matthews seriously not going there is like this sucks because it was my end of the year celebration Oh, like the Gorge concert? Yes. The Gorge. Oh, yeah. Totally. Yeah, the Gorge The gorge is great. And most most of this audio is just going to be me eating corn. That's okay. <laughs> hey, there's, there's, there's some, uh, there's Good some corn. chicken snacking in there for hey, me, too. So. Don't, <laughs> d- don't even trip about it because, like, you know, we, we did one time we were like, you know, let's just be, let's just be complete assholes. So we, we did, we did Uber Eats and we're like sitting there like eating like, oh, so when you think oh, about this, Brent. I'm so furious at that. I, ASMR is what you know. We, I, I wanted. I wanted to. Fuck ASMR. I want. I want to. Everybody that chews into a microphone, I want to punch them. In the I want to punch them in the face. I want to bury them in the backyard. Thank Ooh. you. I hate that shit. Thank you. Brett no, no, no. did it. It wasn't me. Brett it's funny. did it. It's funny. I was like totally against eating food on. You know. My mom he's, is, he's my mom full is of really shit. upset because like, I he love, was the worst I love offender. My mom so much, and she's one of the. It's not everyone that eats in front of me that I feel this towards my mom is one of the people that when she eats in front of me I'm like is she a smacker like I just I, like I, and I, she has to go out of the room like I either have to leave the room or she has to leave the room um, but I love her and I'm, we laugh about it but there's someone there's someone that I know that I've never felt 
I've never felt angrier in my life for no reason than the way that this person eats. It's the worst thing I've ever heard. It sounds like he's drowning and he's eating at the same time. Were you on a date? No, 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 no. No, thank God. No. It's him. He does that. He does? I was on a date with a girl that (laughs) That sounds like he's drowning, but then like... Well, it's it's the like it's heavy the super moist sound in the palate uh-huh. that then sucks against the roof of his mouth. Oh, it's so many things, and then makes the teeth squeak on whatever he's eating. Okay, so so right, let me re-describe. See what it happened. There was. you go. What happened was introduce yourself to, before you Hi, talk. Hi, my name's Anna. I'm the hey, neighbor. Anna. I live across the street. I'm gonna bitch about my husband for a second. <laughs> <laughs> matter what it is it's like a moist sound that gets stuck to the roof of his mouth and then gets pushed out by his tongue husband and then like to defend slaps yourself. a little against his teeth now he's gonna Coming defend himself hold on hold on we got no we got a mic here's the thing she's got that thing where you can like overly hear people chewing it's an actual thing look at that misophonia so she has misophonia which means I'm not actually a loud chewer. She just has a disease. I can hear you from the other room. You know, I'm, I'm, I've been very curious about this too because I've been, you know, and I learned about misophonia at the same time. I feel, you know, like, oh, it's this thing where you want to fight. Oh, yeah. Chew. And I didn't realize that the no one else felt this way, but I also think it's like calling a woman crazy for like, it's like gaslighting, but with eating. <laughs> right? It's one other reason to put us in the mental institution because I want to punch you in the neck for how you chew. It's yeah. Like, no, it's like, bitch, nah, you're Wait. crazy. And you're like, uh, literally, it sounds, it sounds like you're hoovering peanut butter and blowing. <laughs> <laughs> yes. How can you be sucking a dick and wow. eating peanut butter at the same time while you're only chewing chicken? I don't. I don't understand how the sound butter happens. Peanut pretty good. But I'd I like to punch it out of your face. I want to punch whatever is in your mouth out of your mouth. <laughs> I have questions and I'm not sure I want the answers to. <laughs> Feel free to ask. I'm willing to answer. That's what's up. Honestly, like, there are some time, like, I, I go on tour with my, my bandmate and I, we go on tour just as a, a duo, or we did before COVID, and there have been times when literally, like, I, I've had to get out of the car wherever we are. <laughs> <laughs> like, I feel he's it. Like, my soul. chowing down on In and Out, and I'm looking at him. Pull my, over. I, my eyes are just like pull over. Like more and more bloodshot. I'm just looking. Where are your manners? He's just like he's like he looks at me. He's like I, oh, I'm sorry. I'm like pull I, over. I, 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 would, I would I would like I would like to uh, point out that uh, the gentleman that lives across the street where you performed. <laughs> He has been very silent through this whole rage <laughs> against peanut butter and cocksucking. He does not want to participate in this conversation at all, but he loves his wife enough where he's still hanging out. The thing is, I don't even eat peanut butter. <laughs> That's not a good defense for you, bud, because the other option is that you suck cock. <laughs> I know if you like it, well, well, there you go. Well. God, God save us if you oh. ever try peanut butter. <laughs> I'm just letting you know he is married and he doesn't suck cock. Like, you know. We don't know what you do at your own house. Yeah. 
You don't hear what I hear when he eats chicken. We're, we're glad that you're here to defend yourself, though. That, at least you stepped up and did that. That's that, we love that. Just, just going up, go ahead, throw, throw it out. This is an equal opportunity podcast. LGBT flag flying out our front door. Uh, whatever he has to do, he has to take. And the hosts of this lovely show are happily <sighs> drinking white claw. Heavily drinking white lies. Heavily. No laws. Heavily drinking white lies. <laughs> no laws. Listen, I didn't. Ha- I didn't. I, I didn't I'm from out of town. I came here from. I, I live in the Seattle area, and I'm down here in Tacoma. We didn't put the walls I dra- up. I drink whatever's put in front of me, and if it's a, it's if it's no law white claw. I've never had a I'm watermelon, watermelon white claw. Is this the it's segment where Neither have I. Neither have I. It's not that bad. Where White Claw sponsors us? That, yes. Ooh. And you should have a no- watermelon one because they're actually kind of delicious. Ooh, I've only tried is the mango. You, is that what you got to? Yeah. Okay, so I, I thought I scored with the mango that you I, gave me earlier. I stopped drinking uh, for 14 months. And this is pre-COVID. So I, I, was, yeah. I was completely sober. It's good. But I missed. So last summer. I you missed know, drinking the White Claw. White, well, White Claw came out while I was sober. Oh. So I spent all last summer. With like white claw envy, I was like, You want white claw? I got white claw. I am a I am a white woman. White claw was made for me. You know what I mean? Uh, Like, holy shit. I'm your man. Low calorie. They they had you in mind. I know, and I'm sitting here and I'm like, Are you fucking serious? Like all all of the summer. I didn't buy these things. I I didn't buy them. The other guy bought them. Do you Do you need some more? I would if you have a watermelon, I want to try that shit. Watermelon. Um, but <laughs> no, no, no. So, so when, so when I did I'll start, squeeze I one in a again, minute. That's and I tried lot. white claw for the first time, and it was honestly like a revelation. It's delicious. I didn't know that you weren't it supposed is delicious. to. I thought you could drink a lot of it. I was like, 600 calories, sweet. If I drink a six pack of white claw, that's well within my limits. Um, of what that's I can a, drink. That's a meal. But I gave myself alcohol poisoning twice. <laughs> like, I'm not even... With white claws? Oh, yeah. I'd wake up in the morning. I couldn't... I couldn't drink He's till got a water everything I drink. I was like, here, I threw up. Like, here's to sweet. throwing up. Throw here's, up. Here, here, here's, 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 here's a watermelon. Throwing up. Here's, here's to trying your best and still throwing up anyways. Oh. <laughs> okay. I got a mango after so, that. I never life. thought I would experience penis envy, but with white claw. Okay, so... Too much. Not enough. If you're okay, <laughs> shifting gears just a little little bit, you you played a very uh, inspirational song uh, that had to do with someone's birthday, to, uh, Daniel's specifically. I think he asked in the crowd, "Is anybody's birthday?" I hope it's not. <laughs> no, I, I, I actually I said I hope it is. Mm. I hope it is. Well, until you hear the lyrics of this song. I, I would not hope can it was we, my birthday. Well, can can we get a can we get do we gotta do we gotta get tar? Maybe we could we get you to re, you know replay what? a little bit of it. I'd love to. Would you love to? Mm-hmm. Oh. You, I think Fozzie's gotta hold the mic to you're, my you're, mouth. So. Yeah, we're gonna here. Here's <laughs> what we're gonna do, Fozzie. I want you to give her your mic Let's see if this is too. so that she can sing into that. And then you give him. It's 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 kind of in tune. And I will hold this one. I don't one know here. which one to drink. There's so There's many. Just so There's many no options of white claw. This no show is brought to you by White Claw. <laughs> this show. White Claw, if you'd like to sponsor our podcast, we would love it. Because we talk about it plenty enough. There's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, like 12 white claws. And you did George and Crocs with white claw. I'm so glad that you know how to tune by ear. 
Oh, yeah. yeah, pull, pull, pull one. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Yeah, there, you go. <laughs> there you go. I can show. Oh, it's oh that was something. That G, uh, something's off. Anyway, it's so professional to tune. Hey. <laughs> I'm just kidding. We need to do a dab before we do a song. No, no, we do. We we got, we got, we got 14 minutes on the show. We could push pause, letter tune. We could do a dab. You know what they say? I could do that. We could do a dab. You can't tune a fish. You can't tune a fish. Well, I thought he was a dabby dabby. I am a dabby dabby. I'm also a. Well, you know what? I think she's ready to rock. I think I am. I think she's ready to rock. Let's give her a dab. Ladies and gentlemen, without any further ado, it is my pleasure to introduce you all. Miss Larissa Birdseye, all the way from Portland, Oregon. Portland, Oregon. Yeah, she rocked us forever. So now, she, now she gets to do it for our own Thank audience. You. Thank, right. well, Thank you, kindly. I, I have been drinking, so we'll see how this goes. Oh. My fingers are numb. All right. all right, we'll shut the fuck up and let you do your thing. So this is called I Hope You Cry on Your Birthday. <clears throat> I hope you cry on your birthday. So you know how it feels to have a good thing lost I hope that you have the worst day I hope you feel like shit I hope you drink too much I hope you never recover I hope your head hurts I hope you're sick as fuck I hope you cry on your birthday This year And every single year to come Oh, oh Happy fucking birthday You wish you never met me Hope you cry On your birthday, honey That's what you deserve You're a liar And it took me a while To see how little you were worth So go get what you want Yeah, go get what you need I'm just happy to say It's not gonna be me Oh, cry On your birthday Every year until you die Song, yeah, he deserves it because he's trying to steal a mic and talk over your song. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you cry on your birthday So you know how it feels to have a good thing lost I hope that you have the worst day I hope you feel like shit I hope your dick falls off I hope you never recover I hope your head hurts I hope you're sick as fuck I hope you cry on your birthday
That's the coolest song I've ever heard. <laughs> I really did. Like as soon as oh he did, God. as soon as Danny said, "Oh, it's my birthday on August 4th. You know, you know, you know what? You, you know, didn't know what he was asking I for. I can guarantee you that is a song you do not want dedicated to you. Thank you so much. No, it's an amazing song, but you do not. You want your dick to fall off? Honestly, seriously. So, so I wrote it. I wrote it. Uh, the, the 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 story behind the song. Yeah. I was with this. I was with this guy. The my last relationship that I was I was in was a, it was just a shitty relationship, and it was uh, it was super. It was just a very controlling kind of dominating kind of thing, and um, one year I booked a show on this guy's birthday, but it was like 30 days before the birthday happened, and I was just super fucking busy. Like I, it just it it was just a mistake. So <laughs> I was headlining the show, so I was like, oh babe, like. <gasps> Look, I'm like above all these bands in town, and it was it was still really cool for me because I was still really new into the music scene. So I was like, look, like I'm headlining the show at this venue. Yeah. And he was like, that's my birthday, and I was like, oh shit. And so I canceled the show. It was a pain in the ass to cancel the show. But he was like, you every single day. He was like, you ruined my birthday. It was like this fucking wait, like. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> so it was so important to him that he ruined your show because it was his birthday. How old was he? Was he like 35. six? He, he, oh, he was thirty-five. Um, no, I heard no, that no. song too. No, yeah, yeah. I mean seriously, <laughs> seriously, it it comes in a point in your life where your birthday doesn't really mean much. No, for sure. But it, if you, yeah. if you can do something for somebody else, that means even more. No, you for, sacrifice. for sure. And so so he. But he was him, so perturbed. He, no, he was super perturbed. He I, I, like he talked to his family, he talked to his coworkers. Like he was trying to like collect data on like does my girlfriend care about me? I was like, bitch, of course I care about you. I canceled the goddamn <laughs> show. I'm not on the fucking show anymore. It took me. It took me literally. Was he a lesbian? <laughs> we know who the word the pants <laughs> in that relationship. It took me 13 seconds to get the show. What? But like so, but the so I bring the story up because the result of this was like I because I felt so bad. I memorized his birthday. I was like. May 17th, May 17th, May 17th, I'm gonna May 17th, May 17th. make this your worst nightmare for years <laughs> to like, come. Because I was like, I never, that a girl. I never want to forget never his forget birthday forget. again. And he left me like a couple months later, and I was like, you motherfucker. And so the next, so the year that his birthday was like, I, I mean, it was like a fucking, it was, it was just there. It was like this impending. ghost. You know, it was impending, yeah, it was this impending date. And so as I got closer to it, on like May, on May 16th, I sat down and I was like, fuck this guy. And I wrote, I hope you're crying on your birthday. <laughs> you, you know what I, oh, wait, you wait, know wait, what wait. I, hold up, hold up, yes. hold up. Yes. So, I've actually heard this story before, and you know what my absolute favorite part about it is? <laughs> is the ending. So, she wrote the song on May 16th, the following year, right? And she performed it the next day. Guess who was in the audience? Him. Yes. Oh, oh no, that was a different. No, that was a different. That's no, beautiful. I wrote a song called "Fuck Boy." I and he, per, I performed that. He never. Did I you don't write know that song about heard. Danny? Yeah, you're a fuck boy. <laughs> <laughs> Who's Danny? Danny. Who's Danny? I don't know. Danny. No, 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 no. No, what I get? Finish. Sorry. Oh no! So that was a different song. He never heard "Hope You Cry" on your birthday. 
Um, I he heard, he heard a, a song I wrote called Fuckboy. And we played this. He was a musician as well. He was a rapper. And um, I he was like six <sighs> five. He was, a, he was a giant fucking dude. And I saw him. I was like, I was shitting my pants because like I literally can't for one song because we were in the same lineup. And uh, I and I did it. And I could see him in the back. And I was like, Oh my god, it was the worst. It was the worst <laughs> experience I've ever had. But it was also the best because I'm literally like this person that's controlled my life for the last two years. I was like. You're a fuck boy, and you don't. <laughs> <laughs> like in front of all of our friends, I was like, ah! <laughs> that's good. But that's why I love songwriting. I, it pisses me off. Like, a lot of people, I just played this live stream where there was like an ancient host, and he was like, oh, your songs are so sad and so negative. And I was like, no, like they're not, because it's actually like, look, he, we, he, humans go through all these bullshit experiences, and, and it's good to process them. And like, songwriting is just like this exorcism that I do to myself. So it sounds sad or it sounds upsetting, but for me it's fucking hilarious. Like I just for have you, a really good time. For you, for you, for you, it's kind of relieving. Mm-hmm. It's it's like when you sing what you want to say. When you actually say what you want to say, some of your angrier songs probably are very liberating. Like you're just like, you know, I'm I think, just, yeah, I think mm, we, I'm letting it all out. We all kind of feel like maybe. I think that's yeah. an artist thing. Oh, I you know, and I. I, I want to live my life to inspire other people to, to do the same, like, to just, to, to really be honest with themselves and other people, like, we, we want to be polite because sometimes, like, high emotions are not the most polite, like, they're messy and they suck and they're not easy mm-hmm. to deal with and, like, mm-hmm. our anger is not the greatest, like. Welcome to 2020. But this is what you, <laughs> yeah. all of this is what is you have to give. Emotion. This is what you have to give. <laughs> this is what I got to give. And well, if you don't I, like I it, you don't be, like it. I think if we can be real with ourselves about what we're feeling and... I think that would at least be the the start of something. I mean, I'm at the point where like I, I feel like all I feel like I understand how I feel and why I feel all the time, all like all the time. I think it's a beautiful song because it it's it sounds happy, but it's really an angry song. <laughs> That's well, that's the art behind yeah. it. You know what I mean? It's like, da, 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 no, no. it's like a hundred <laughs> dick comes off. <laughs> if you lose your dick, you lose your dick. The thing I look at is that Lorena Bobbitt, you know, I mean, no, the thing I look at is that you have a message. Right now, it's really hard to find a place to convey your message. Like, uh, uh, playing a lot much anymore is like really difficult. Well, it was difficult at first, and I realized that I realized so much of like my own kind of. I realized so much of of my validation was coming from an external source. And I think a lot of artists have that. Like a lot of artists that get to take stage. What like, is your validation? What what, well, what do you what do you think is validating for you? I I'm curious. Yeah, well, because I, I, I don't to, know. I had to. I, I had to really know. answer Welcome that to for the myself. Of the show, everybody. <laughs> oh, I mean, what what's your what's what's your validation? I had to, you, I think the answer is I have to give it to myself all the time. Like, I, I can't, it's it's so wonderful. It's such a treat. It's such a bonus. It's such an extra to be able to perform in front of other people. But, like, you I wanna, was at a point. You want to impress yourself? No, I don't want to impress myself. Well, I don't know when you say give it to yourself. I don't understand. Danny's, to to, Danny, Danny's not an artist himself, so he doesn't get, but I get what you're saying. I, there's something that you receive back from an audience and performing live. Well, I think, a lot, of, I think a lot of artists, okay. um, a, a lot of artists are very insecure. Like I'm, I'm I have All been of them are. a very super. They're very sensitive. Most of them are very like, sensitive, super especially insecure, men. Super sensitive, <laughs> and and especially with our art, because we're like, we go up with our instrument, and we're like, I like anyone. There's 
we're a like, great it, amount of vulnerability. You're like, is this okay? It. Like, that's the undercurrent of fucking yeah. everything we're doing. I was like, is this And that's okay? very true. <laughs> if, and take, you, it, take it from somebody who spends a lot of time on both sides of the stage. <laughs> yeah. Do, do you guys really about what yeah. other people think? Oh. No, because, I mean, when I see an artist, <clears throat> I honestly, sometimes they have a good day, sometimes they have a bad day, because they're performing all the time. You know what I mean? And I'm not, like, superficial, but, I mean, if I'm there to have a good time and they give me a good time, I'm like, I had a great time. Like, I don't, like, I don't expect too much. When, what, but when you have a great time... Hi, it's the neighbor across the street. It's <laughs> hey, neighbor. Yes. Um, when you have a great time, though, it's because the artist has expressed an amount of vulnerability to you. That vulnerability that they give you, that that piece of themselves, that, that conversation about that ex who was a piece of shit or the person that hurt them or whatever it is, that's an amount of vulnerability that they express to you yeah. that you then identify with that makes that a great experience. Absolutely. And if the person that they're giving that experience to okay, doesn't ex- identify with oh. that vulnerability, that is an even bigger vulnerability for the artist. Sometimes I play no. shows where yeah. I, like, I know for a fact that no one in the audience is, is, is into it. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. I they've I still never got, experienced. I still got to do it for another well, two hours. Well, yeah. That's the trick. They've of the, never that's a, experienced that's the that trick thing about that, you felt. That's the trick about that birthday song is because it's an upbeat song, but it's a fuck you song at the same no. time. Yeah. You know what I mean? So if, if you're really paying attention to the lyrics... That could be something that someone identifies with, like, yeah, fuck yeah, I've had, you know I've had a relationship no like that. You yeah. know, you know, cut no. that guy's dick off. <laughs> in my opinion, no matter what song you hear, we can all relate to it because we've all been in a situ- situation like that and stuff like that where, like, we don't have to get so angry or, you, like, I love how you get, like, you're like, oh, mm, you're mad, yeah, you're yeah. mad, you're mad. And, and I, I hear that. But also, I might not. I'm maybe got through a relationship where I had a girl like that, you know, like yeah. treating me wrong. But the thing is, I also don't care about it anymore. But well, I, but see, hearing, that's, and that's but the thing. hearing your that's, anger that's reminds is, it's, me. It literally, the like, songs are these diary entries where you got You got to envision it like, from. like I'm reading you a diary entry mm-hmm. three and a half years later. And that's, but, but the thing, but that's, but also art is this thing where in order to get, you got to get through it by writing it, but performing it is this thing where it's like, it becomes for other people. If someone connects to it, they connect to it. If someone doesn't connect to it, that's also okay. It's still kind of funny for me. <laughs> no, and you're right. So at the end of the day, it's really about finding your, finding your truth, uh, expressing your message and then putting your message out into, uh, for lack of better words, the ether. The universe. But so, I believe it is about time for us to cut this. You got incredible timing. <laughs> In this podcast. Yeah, I was just going to say, I was, I, I'm looking at this and I'm like, we're nearing the end. But um, It's closing time. It is closing time. <laughs> but you yeah. gotta get. So, is there anything oh, you want? We got like maybe totally we got like, maybe like two minutes left. Lyrics, I know we got like two minutes left, possibly. But is there anything you want to plug? Is there anything you got coming up? You want CDs? You got CDs? You got a yeah, website? Um, anything honestly, like that? Honestly, I'm just trying to bump out my Spotify numbers right now. So okay. Okay. Um, please, like, if you are interested in the music, I have a new. It's a. It's kind of an old single. It's a cover I did of uh, of this this guy Labyrinth. 
Um, it's called Jealous, so it's an acoustic version of Jealous, and it's a beautiful song. It, I covered it at a point where I fucking felt the lyrics super, super high. That's coming out on August 31st. That'll be on Spotify. Um, I do First have one, one project. First last name for Spotify. Oh, Larissa okay. Birdseye. So Larissa Birdseye, Larissa with a Y, Birdseye, exactly how it spells, or how it sounds. And, um... Instagram is a good place to follow me. You can keep up on the journey there. I write a lot of songs and kind of put snippets, so it's it's a good platform for me to kind of kind of share everything that's happening in the day to day. Um, Spotify is just just has the houses the deep cuts, so that's everything that I've decided is uh, is professional enough to do it. And yeah, honestly, just connect with me if you're into it. Send me a message. We'll, yeah. We'll uh, I mean, and then, uh, for myself, you can find me on Twitch and Facebook at DJ Max Game. And that's the Foz. Not the Fonz. That's Foz. Foz. Foz, Foz uh, is local. He works at Nectar, um, worked at a bunch of other places. And, uh, you know, if you see him around, say what's up. And uh, Larissa, thank you so much. Thank you. Yeah, honestly, this is the best podcast I think we've ever done. Oh, so, I God, mean... I, I've been I've been wa- I've been waiting to do a podcast with a live artist and because I I know a lot but we just you know we started this out of the co- whole COVID thing and so here we are so thank you thank you thank you for having so uh, again catch us on iTunes Spotify iHeartRadio wherever you listen to podcasts and uh, peace out everybody I love are we done. Hey, no, did you guys have a good time? Yeah, that's that was, a, no, that was great. That's, that's the main thing. We wanted to make sure you guys had a good time if you guys came oh, over I here. I fucking love ice cream and carrot cake, but I can't eat any of that.